You're listening to the B-School Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, embodiment coach and founder of Inner Workout. Consider B-School your invitation to becoming a student of yourself. So come on, let's get studying. Hey there. Welcome back to another episode of B-School. Before we dive into today's content, I just want to ask, have you rated and reviewed the podcast? If yes, thank you so much. If not, that's such an easy thing for you to do and it works wonders for growing the show. If you're like, yes, Taylor, I've already done that. Thank you for having my back. Also, maybe consider sharing this episode or another with a friend. Really word of mouth is how the show grows. And so If you feel like an episode resonates with you, I'd appreciate it if you share it with people in your life. Thank you again. And with that being said, let's dive into today's episode. So if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw that I was at a conference fairly recently. I went to Alt Summit. The full name is Altitude Summit, and I describe it as kind of like a mini South by Southwest that's focused on creative and entrepreneurial women. South by Southwest, if you're not familiar, there's like so many conferences going on. There's so much at any given time happening. That is how Alt Summit is. If you are at one session, guaranteed, there are two or three things going on at the same time that you're missing out on. So you really have to be intentional about how you approach the conference. And for me, it was the longest conference that I've gone to specifically focused on me growing my businesses. So I brought inner workout to the conference. That's how I ended up deciding to attend. But it's a little bit different. Before when I've gone to longer conferences and traveled for them, it's for work. So I'm going there with like my work hat on and I'm thinking about how I'll bring things back to my team and how the team or the company might implement them. But This is like me thinking about my own businesses and how I'll implement them. So it was a little different experience for me and it was really cool. I want to use a tool to kind of break down how I approached Alt Summit. It's a really simple tool. I'm going to look at what I did well and would do again. And then I'll look at what I'll do differently next time. So I'm going to do a did well, do differently. The first thing that I think I did well is really set intentions and objectives around what I wanted to get out of the conference. So I actually brought my notebook so I could just read you what my intention was. My intention was to be a connector. So I wanted to show up and connect people at the conference to people that I knew in Chicago or to resources as I'm talking to them. I wanted to focus on building connection, whether that was me finding collaborators or podcast guests Or just, like I said, me pointing people to things that I know, people that I know, giving them knowledge based on my experience. And then I had a few objectives that were more business related around like, okay, can I meet someone in the wellness space who might be a good collaborator for Inner Workout? What if I meet someone really cool? Maybe I can ask them if they want to be on the podcast things like that. And it was interesting because when I sat down and really wrote down my intention and then those other objectives, I realized that learning didn't actually show up right away. And I was surprised because I I thought that 
that's why you go to a conference. But when I sat down and peeled back what I wanted to get out of it, it was less about the knowledge and more about the people that I wanted to meet. And that ended up being the best part of the conference for me was the people that I met. Another thing that I did well is I wrote down, and this just worked for me, I hand wrote a schedule for each day. So there's a really cool app that you could use, but because there's so many different types of sessions, there's like the keynotes and then the roundtables and then the workshops. There's so many different things and they were all in different sections of the app. For me to write it down and to just be able to flip through my notebook and see, okay, it's Monday, here's what I thought I would do and compare against that was really helpful. So speaking of that paper schedule that I wrote, another thing that I feel like I did well was that I was flexible. Yep, I had the schedule and I really was clear to myself that the purpose of the schedule was for me to like actually see big picture what I might want to do if I had all the energy in the world. The purpose of the schedule was not for me to follow it like exactly by the book. And so I did a good job of listening to myself, seeing what was going on and switching things up as I needed to. I had a day where I felt like I was starting to get a migraine. So I went and took a nap. On the last day I was there, I'd planned to go to the session at 9 a.m., but I was like, you know what? I'd actually much prefer to go to a breakfast with my roommate. And allowing myself that flexibility made it an experience that felt really supportive instead of really suffocating. Another thing that I did that I'm really proud of is that I use the app to proactively reach out to people. So like I mentioned, Alt Summit had a really cool app that was probably one of the most robust conference apps that I've seen. And they had all of the attendees in the app. And so I just started searching by keywords. And if I found someone that was interesting, I connected with them and said like, hey, do you want to meet up for coffee? Are you going to this party tonight? Do you want to grab lunch together? And I actually went out of my way to meet people who I just wanted to get to know better because I thought that they were cool. And that's not something that I would typically do. A lot of times I just let things happen to me or choose to be to lean into my introversion in that way. And so it was a little bit uncomfortable, but I had some like deep, great one-on-one conversations, which are actually better for me as an introvert. So it's interesting. It's that two-sided coin where like on one hand, putting myself out there feels a little scary. But then what I got out of it was this one-on-one conversation, which is where I thrive. It's where I feel so energized and excited. So yes, really think I did that well. Proud of myself for that. And now as we transition to what I would do differently, it's kind of, oh, you know what? One more thing that I did well. Almost skipped to this one, and I'm excited about this one. So one more thing that I did well was that I planned out my outfits in advance. And it sounds really simple, but actually me knowing what my outfit would be head to toe, so helpful. And then I had a few like pieces that could be swapped out to freshen up a look so I wasn't totally repeating, but wasn't having to pack like an extra backup outfit. Really helpful to me. 
Sometimes what I've done in the past is make a lot of interchangeable things like this top could go with this or it could go with that. And then it was still all of these choices that ended up being kind of overwhelming to me. So saying like, nope, this is my outfit. This is my outfit. This is my outfit. Gave me a lot of brain space back and 10 out of 10 would do that again. Now for real, we'll transition into what I do differently. and. I'm kind of proud to say that like these were harder to come by because I was intentional with how I chose to show up. And so these are are little more tweaks and it's not like things that I would completely throw out. So yeah, yay Taylor. I'm proud of myself. I'm allowing myself to be proud of this. In terms of what I would do differently, on kind of the opposite side with the whole introversion, extroversion thing, Something that I would do differently is push myself to get even a little bit more out of my comfort zone with talking to people. Sometimes I'd be sitting next to someone in a shuttle or before a session would start and just not strike up a conversation or like go to the bathroom so that I wouldn't have to talk to someone, which is completely normal stuff for an introvert to do. But I feel like there were some missed opportunities, and so I'd like to push myself a little bit more in that area, also acknowledging that there are different areas where maybe I'd have to conserve energy so that I'd feel more comfortable than exerting myself in those like person-sitting-next-to-me conversations. Another thing that I would do differently is just be more intentional around my imposter syndrome I know that I recently recorded an episode all about imposter syndrome, and Alt Summit is definitely a place for it to creep up. Really, any conference or networking event is a place where it can creep up. I was with people who had tens of thousands of followers, who had millions of podcast downloads, who were further along than me, and there are definitely times where there is a voice like, you don't necessarily deserve to be here. Oh, don't share a tip or your experience because you're like so much behind them that it wouldn't be valuable. And so I had to actively fight myself or fight that voice within me. But I think I could have been more proactive. I could have maybe changed my phone background and had something to like look at as an affirmation or stuck something up on my bathroom mirror in the hotel to intentionally be like, you know what? There's no room for imposter syndrome here. And I think it was also interesting because Alt Summit like, is not about that. It's not about the competition. So many people describe it as this vibe of you belonging there, of everyone belonging there. So it was definitely stories that I was telling myself, not anything that other people were placing on me. And then another thing that I would do differently is just like stop some of the spinning of my mind. Now, even though one of my major intentions wasn't around learning, I still went to a lot of sessions and it's like this fertile ground for ideas because I'm learning about IGTV and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I need a whole new IGTV strategy. Now I need to do this. And Pinterest, oh my gosh, I forgot about Pinterest. And now these new things I need to do for my email marketing strategy and just be spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and getting overwhelmed. And what I wish I would have done is acknowledge, yep, Taylor, you are learning a lot right now. Or you're being forced to think about things that maybe you've put on the back burner before. That's new for you. That's okay. 
But what we're not going to do right now is allow ourselves to spin out of control. We're going to take some notes and then we'll take some time later to sift through and prioritize. I wish I would have done that because there were definitely times where I was losing out on what was happening in the moment because of everything that was going on in my head around like, oh my gosh, I need to do this. I need to do that. I'm doing this wrong. Ah." And just like being overwhelmed and it wasn't serving me and it wasn't having me get the value out of whoever was speaking. So that's something that I let go of. And then the final thing that I would just do a little bit differently is think about what materials I was packing. I love linen and I didn't think about like how linen can be really wrinkly. And also that I was getting this linen stuff out of my space bag because it was packed away for summer. And so I probably would have either not brought as much linen stuff or like ironed it before or packed a steamer. But I spent honestly a lot of time ironing and getting wrinkles out and hotel irons aren't always the best irons. And so that's something while I was really glad that I planned out my outfit super well, I wish I would have thought about how those outfits would travel because it wasted a pretty good amount of time but gave me an arm workout. So maybe it's actually something I did well. Maybe my forearms are a little bit more toned now. Who knows? So yes, that's an overall looking at what I think I did well in approaching this conference and what I would do differently. The biggest value that I got out of this conference, which is really reflected in what my intention was, was in the people. And I'm hoping to attend more conferences, if not this year, then next year. With everything that's going on with COVID-19, I see so many conferences getting canceled every day. But I found so much value in being able to be in community with people outside of Chicago who have different perspectives, who are building different types of businesses. It just was like this really cool ecosystem that I got to be a part of. And then I got to bring pieces of that back to Chicago. I guess that's a final thing that I I think I did well was really following up. I set aside the Monday after I got back. I had one meeting and then the rest of the day, I was going through business cards, going through messages in the app, going through people who we had connected on Instagram and touching base, whether that was me like sending over a resource to them or me really anything like me sending over a resource, me saying, Hey, let's get a virtual coffee. Me just saying, thank you so much for that conversation that we had. It was a breath of fresh air to be able to chat with you. Doing that made me feel like there was still forward momentum from the conference. And it wasn't this thing that like just happened and then it was over. It was something that can live on. And as long as I invest in it. So Conferences are something that I plan to do more of. I'm seeing so much value already from the connections that I made. And I want to be more intentional about going to more conferences, yes, but more in-person events in general. Like if all conferences are canceled for 2020, which is obviously hyperbole, but if the ones that I want to go to in the future are canceled, that's fine. Cool. It's fine. There are in-person events that are happening all the time in Chicago. There are online events that I can be intentional about going to. So 
I just, in general, want to be making more connections and then following up on those connections to make sure that they're not just one and done relationships, but they're things that are able to extend into the future. So this conversation was really more about me telling you how I approached the conference. You heard that my intention wasn't necessarily around learning when I went to the conference, even though I did learn things. And so as I start to sift through what I learned and start to implement things, if it makes sense, then I'll definitely share here. I love to try things out first to see what I learned to really experience them before they come on the podcast. So stay tuned. There might be some follow-up episodes about specific things that I'm learning and really vibing with after. But for now, I hope that this was just a helpful exploration of conferences and whether you're like someone who goes to conferences all the time for work or someone who hasn't been and is thinking about it, I hope there's a new practice or something that you can consider. So thank you as always for listening and I'll be back in your earbuds later this week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison, Elise is E-L-Y-S-E, and check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.